Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Do me a favor, Tyler Carr. Uh, pass me that towel over there, please. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Jasmine, do me a favor. Pass me that snorkel right over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And- that guy got you. And Tyler, my flippers. It's oh, so crazy yeah, that we just flippers. have these laying around in here. Yeah. Your flippers, are they the pink ones? Yes. Okay, yeah, I there you go. those were the purple ones. I've been using okay. the pink ones. I'm going to go outside for a quick swim in the gutter. I'll be yeah. right back. <laughs> the Tim Hortons down Pamina, it, I'm sorry. There's no way you can actually go there today. It's that bad, hey? It is so flooded. Like, it is I, so flooded. I want to know if this is good news for Holiday Mountain, because as of yesterday, they were ready to shut down for the season. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not even in the fall yet, and they were already calling it a season, so. I'm, I'm wondering and I'm hoping if this rain is going to help at all. There's just, I can't get over the, the amount of rain we got. I'm not complaining because we need it, but the amount of rain we got, it was like it made up for it in one day for the two months. It was wild. It still is wild. It's still Easter raining. Famine. It was raining when I left this morning. Yeah, it's a feast or famine around here. All right, uh, busy show. We're going to keep you as dry as possible here. And uh, hopefully you're not driving past Richard. If you are, buy a, uh, buy a lottery ticket. Did you read that story too? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that later in the okay. show today. Crazy. Yeah. There's crazy stuff going on yeah. here locally in Manitoba. And then you look around the world. Game of Thrones is happening between countries. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just, I just want to go back to bed. Uh, we get we do have a busy show. We get some tickets to give away to the early morning crowd to that announcement that happened yesterday on AJ's show. We'll tell you about that here in just a few minutes. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr, Wheeler in the Morning, Energy 106. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Okay. I have to admit this. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I'm watching Cooking with Paris. There, I said it. It feels yeah. better. <laughs> oh, God, Thank I can't believe God. I said that out loud. Listen, listen. Ah! Did the wife con you into doing this, or was it a personal <laughs> choice? Oh, I'm not willing to admit that one yet. Oh, it was a personal choice. But <laughs> you loved it, it hey? We watched it together. No, I like I don't... Paris Hilton. She is very entertaining, and she is very smart. Like I like. Yes. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. I like okay, she's to a, her talk. She is a different kind of smart. Here's here's where she is smart. She has realized. She has realized she has become a parody of herself, and she is cashing in on that because she comes across as one of the dumbest human beings on the planet on this show. But, but I think it's. I think a lot of it is on purpose. Okay, can we play a little clip of the trailer, please? Okay. Her kitchen is no simple life. This is cooking with Paris. <laughs> I love it so much. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. I'm going to watch it maybe Listen, tonight. She had to be babysat by her producer so she didn't burn her kitchen down. Her kitchen is basically just a uh, it's just an accent to her house. It's not it's not there for any other reason. It's just there cuz you know houses need a kitchen. That's hot. Oh man! Like literally, she <laughs> almost burned the house down on, in every single episode. I love wait, that. How many episodes are you in? Uh, we've I've seen the one with uh, Kim Kardashian. I've yeah. seen the one with uh, Saweetie. I've seen the one where she brings in uh, Whitney Cummings. Wow, you, and... you're literally binge watching the show. Oh yeah, we, Candace and I watched a ton of it over the weekend. Yeah, it was it was embarrassingly bad. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you're watching it, Jasmine. Are you going to watch it? I will. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I was uh, thinking of it this. I ended up being. I honestly wanted to watch it this weekend, but I ended up being out all weekend. Uh, so. I love Paris Hilton, and I'm excited for the show. And the fact that Dave's watching it makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Just to save my uh, my soul here, I am also watching uh, Declassified UFOs on oh. Netflix, yeah, which is amazing. Wah, wah. It's so good. 
So good. That one is, uh, is worth watching. Yeah. Anyways, if you're watching the Paris Hilton show, send me a text message and let me know that I'm not alone in this one. You uh, okay? What? But also though, it's a good. If it's a, is it funny or is it like does she, does she actually teach you how to cook something? No, it's oh. train. It, oh. It's train. It's train. <laughs> It is train wreck worthy. If you enjoy train, I need to know. Tell me more. If you enjoy watching a train wreck and just you know you sit there and you 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 think this can't get any dumber, keep watching because it does. (laughs) That kind of show. Love it. But is it funny? Like, do you laugh? But not in the right way. Like. Like, it's okay. funny because she fails? Yes. You know it's, what's it's, so, f- it's f- what's so funny about that is she made the show because she is actually a really good cook. And she made the show because she had gotten so many compliments and stuff on some of the stuff that she had made. <laughs> Dave shaking So now head. I'm like, well... What does she make? Chicken fingers? Uh, she... <laughs> It's it's hilarious. So she basically People ask me when I cook, and I'm like, yeah, I make a mean chicken finger in the air fryer. Yeah. I flip she, it three times, and hopefully you don't get salmonella. She went. <laughs> she went on the internet and found a whole bunch of recipes, and then just took a marker and wrote them in her own book. She's like, this is my recipe book. Is that, that real? Okay, I need to yes, watch it myself. It's a, it's a, no, watch it. Watch it, and then we can talk about it. And, and believe me when I tell you, you'll go, Wheels, you are 100% right on this one. That is a show is dumb. Dave, can you do a Paris Hilton that's hot for me, and then we'll hit the splitter out? Oh my god, it's so hot. Wheeler in the morning. Tear away the calendar, courtesy of Mama Car up there in Swan River, Manitoba. This one for Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. Early morning crowd. You've been getting the bulk of these, by the way. I hope you appreciate these. Uh, this one has a picture of a hand. Picture of a hand. And it says, you're the reason God created the middle finger. <laughs> okay, actually, quick story about the middle finger. So at my cousin's wedding in Swan River, I have a I have a younger cousin. Her name is Tanisha, and she's just so funny. She's so outgoing. And she had a little bit of the sangria, and it was later on in the night, and it's about 11 o'clock, and she walks up to me, and she's like, come dance. And I wasn't quite done my emceeing duties yet, and I have a rule, like, you know what? I got to stay focused until I'm done. So I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, you go have fun. I'll stay over here. And she holds up these three fingers, and she goes... Read between the lines. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and you know, keep in mind, like, she never does anything like this. So I was like, what? And then it was maybe 10 minutes later, she comes up to me. She's like, Tyler, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for what I just did to you. I feel really, really bad. And she's like hugging me. And I'm like, it's fine. Like, you're fine. I thought it At was, least really it was clever. Yeah, it At was least very it was clever. Yeah, it was. Uh, the, the one I always got, and I've been dealing with this over the past 23 years. When people ask about my, my blind eye, they're like, you're blind in one eye. Well, close your good eye. What am I doing? What am am I doing? It's like, hmm, could you possibly be giving me the middle finger? Yeah. Hmm." It's It's going to go out on a limb uh, here. Yeah. So creative. Uh, My name is Dave Wheeler. That's Jasmine Lane. He is Tyler Carr. We are Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait. Sponsored by Vernos Auto Body at the top of the waterfront, full mechanical and courtesy cars available. You're part of the family at Vernos Auto Body. There's definitely some chores that we just hate doing. Hate doing them so much that a pretty good chunk of people have actually admitted to intentionally screwing them up repeatedly so that our parents or spouses don't make us do them anymore. Have you guys ever done this? Like you, you just do something really bad and then like, they're they're hoping like, oh, hey, go clean the toilet. And you'd kind of mess it up a little bit. And yeah. they're like, oh, I'm never going to ask him to do that or again. Like, oh, go do the dishes. And then you leave a bunch of food on. And then it's like, I'll just do them myself then. No, but my You're roommate, like- my roommate does that to me a lot. <laughs> 
I got to tell you guys a story. So really quickly before you get into the story okay. here, uh, my my father did not have the strongest of stomachs. Okay. So whenever one of the animals around the house would upchuck or Ew. had an accident or whatever the case, what my father would do is he would take a piece of paper towel and he would just lay it over top and then walk away. I because he because he wasn't cleaning it up, but it was like, hey, this, this is, is someone knows that's there. I don't Ew, have to stare it anymore, wah. but just like literally like like putting a carpet over the stain. He would just Ew, yeah. wah. Oh my gosh. That's not okay. Ew. Not okay. No. Don't do that. Don't no, do that. don't do that. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Gross. 28% of men and 21% of women say that they've actually put effort into getting out of doing chores. So by doing things to screw it up so that they're never asked to do them again. And honestly, heroes don't all wear capes, you know? You, you, you're down for that. Yep. Listen, I'm border. I will borderline break an appliance to get out of doing it. I'm like, ah, listen. Last time I did laundry, I broke the washer. So don't ask me to do that again. <laughs> last time I did laundry, I broke the blender. So yeah. Yeah. don't ask me to do that. Don't no ever idea. ask me to wash your clothes yeah. again. Yeah, broke the stove. You mean yeah. they don't go inside the dishwasher? Well, you should have told me that. <laughs> this is the newsfeed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Affordable daycare is on the horizon. All those details after this. First, Miley Cyrus is officially back in the studio working on her next album. I like how she still talks and performs her old stuff. I do too. It's yeah. especially because it's so different. Mm-hmm. Like she's doing like Joan Jett and Metallica covers right now, and yeah. then she's still doing. And she's the climb. singing the climb. <laughs> But she did announce that while singing her classic song, The Climb, the other day. Very excited about that because I'm loving me. Whatever new vibe Miley is on, I am here for it. Bam Margera, who was booted out of the upcoming Jackass film for his inability to remain sober when he signed his contract stating that he would be. Let's also not forget that he threatened to punch the film's producer and so much other drama. Well, he is now suing the Jackass crew to try to stop the film from being released. Think well, it's a little too late for that. Good Bam. luck. <laughs> uh, you breached your contract, and the film's already coming out and has a date in theaters. So yeah, have fun. What a, it's such a sad story, though, because I mean, he was an integral part of that crew. For he sure. was one of the OG members. I mean, his brother was the one that uh, was with CKY, and I'm not talking CKY CTV, but there was an, actually a band called CKY that still tours to this day, and they were an integral part of Jackass. It's just, it's just sad. And it's sad to see Bam the way he spiraled into this pit of depression. It's just, it breaks my heart. I think it's one thing. It's sad to see all of that for sure. And then it's extra sad to see him like still not having any accountability and going after the producer and threatening to hurt him and threatening other members of the show that have been his best friends and had his back all these years. Like, it's just really, it's it's a terrible situation. I was watching some clips and he was claiming that the drugs he was taking was actually prescription medication that he was taking. And then he says he's upset because the crew was calling him uh, saying that he was acting like a jackass. And he's like, isn't that the whole idea? <laughs> like, come on, guys. I don't even know what to think about this, but we finally had some rain and some storms and a man who was driving down the number one got struck by lightning yesterday. Crazy. This happened 
happened just before this one o'clock. Insane. The lightning got his radio antenna just a completely freak accident. It absolutely destroyed his vehicle. Like literally the steering wheel is yeah. melted. Fried. You can see them photos up on our socials at Energy 106 FM. And okay. uh, while they are not for the faint of heart, no one was injured and the rain put out the fire before emergency crews arrived. Okay. Now you guys answer this question. You're driving in an area called Richer, Manitoba. You get struck by lightning. What is the first thing you do when you get back to civilization? Cry. Buy a yeah, lottery buy a ticket. lottery ticket. Thank uh, you, yeah, Jasmine I Lane. Mean, that yeah. is the one and only right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Richer, really? lightning strike. Lottery ticket. There's for sure a husky in Richard, too. It's not even far away. (laughs) He could have gone to that while he was waiting for crews to arrive on scene. I don't think that lottery ticket was on top of mind. (laughs) (laughs) Lastly here, the Manitoba government has pledged $240 million per year for five years to try to make daycare for children six and under more realistic for all families. The goal here is for families to have this subsidized the current price, so families only have to spend about $10 a day per child, which is really fantastic news especially now that more and more parents are going back to work and don't have the option to stay at home with the fam like they used to. So, yeah, I love this. I think this is great. I hope it goes off well and we continue this. Chris Cuthbert mentioned this during the Olympics, but Andre DeGrasse, who was our uh, exceptional athlete in the in the track and field, he won the gold yeah. medal in the men's 200 and the relay and whatnot. Okay, so if you, if you put him in one lane, okay, on mm-hmm. feet, and then you put Connor McDavid on the other... Edmonton Oilers captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that and, is. And, and he was on skates. Uh huh. They raced. Who do you think would hit a uh, higher top speed? Probably Andre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he would. Uh, I'm not crazy. even shocked by that, but that is incredible. I, now, now I really want to see that race happen. Okay, I they, really do. They need to make that happen. They need is, to make a lane okay, why, of ice. Why Connor McDavid? Is he like the fastest skater or something? Yeah, so every year when they do the NHL All-Star uh, Skills okay. Competition, he was the fastest skater as of last got you, year. Got you. Speaking of hockey the and the Olympics, Hockey Canada announced that John Cooper will lead Canada men's Olympic team as head coach, working alongside assistants Bruce Cassidy, Peter DeBeer, and, uh, and Barry Trotz when the team takes to Beijing for the 22 Olympics. That's coming up here in like Five months, guys. It's crazy. Washington Capitals announced a new one-year $2 million deal for Ilya Samsonov yesterday. Darnell Nurse, here's a big deal. He inked a huge extension with the Oilers. Eight years, seventy more, $74 million with an average of $9.25 million a year. That will kick in next season. Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson was noncommittal on whether he would get vaccinated after being inject- infected with COVID-19 twice in the past eight months, saying it was personal decision. Winnipeg Blue Bombers are once again without running back Andrew Harris and wide receiver Darvin, uh, Darvin Adams for practice. Oh my god. I don't know if it's the rain. I don't know if it's it being is. struck by lightning. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I am having a hard time with my bush today. Uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers were once again without running back Andrew Harris and wide receiver Darvin Adams for practice yesterday. Uh, the Blue Bombers host the Argonauts this Friday. Both players missed the team season opening 19-6 win over the Hamilton Tiger Cats due to injuries. Blue Jays kick off a road trip in LA with a doubleheader against the Angels game one goes at 5.07 with opening pitch. And Canada's Rebecca Moreno pulled off her biggest, whoa, bless you. You okay? Thank you. I'm good. 
I'm better now. Right. Go buy a lottery. What is happening to the <laughs> studio right now? Things are weird, dude. Canada's Rebecca Marino pulled off her biggest win since returning to tennis, upsetting world number 26 Madison Keys of the United States in straight sets on Monday at the National Bank Open in Montreal. Sports is brought to you by the all-new Winnipeg Dodge and the Point West Auto Park. Pop in and take a test drive. You know what? I think that that dude that got his vehicle struck by lightning, that's the guy that needs to go down to the all-new Winnipeg Dodge and the Point West Auto Park. Seriously. Yeah. Go down. Get yourself a, uh, a lightning-proof vehicle. Jason Vega will walk you through that. A lightning-proof vehicle? Yeah. The majority also, question of the mar- about what? that. Was his antenna like the old-school one? Like, it was sticking right up? Or was it Well, just... I couldn't tell you because it's completely burned off. Yeah. Because so I, sure. or I would assume. Because the new cars have them all hidden. It had to be, and the reason why is because where it struck, like it was on the driver's side and like the whole window was yeah. banged out. So yeah, it had to be. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, by the way, so, so when you go down to the only Winnipeg Dodge, even just for a joke, if you're talking to Jason Vegas, say, hey, can I get the uh, the lightning proof vehicle, please? <laughs> I heard on Wheeler in the Morning that you guys have a whole line of lightning proof vehicles. Music news you can use. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. For August 10th. 2021. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion have marked the first anniversary of WAP by teasing another collaboration. The pair's collaboration was released on August 7th, 2020. Reflecting on the milestone, Cardi B wrote on Twitter over the weekend, quote, Wow, I can't believe Wappity Wap turned one today. It don't even feel like it. What a record. At The Stallion, we should do it again sometime, unquote. Megan The Stallion replied, Happy Wappiversary. Thank you for having me, unquote. While it's unclear if the pair have plans to work together, Megan cryptically added, quote, I think the people deserve another collab. The song was a huge success for both stars, racking up a massive 93 million streams in its first week of release. However, it was not without controversy. Receiving backlash from a number of people upon release, it divided listeners and inspired significant discussion with critics such as Ben Shapiro condemning the track for its explicit lyrics. Other notable names to criticize the track included Russell Brand and Snoop Dogg. Speaking of Snoop Dogg, he has called the NBA and the NFL racist in a new interview, citing the lack of black people owning teams despite a majority of players being black. Speaking to the New York Times, Snoop was asked about black celebrities and athletes investing in their own startups. Snoop himself is quite the entrepreneur, having famously started his own cannabis company and more recently releasing his own line of gin and red wine. Snoop said, quote, why don't we have an owner in the NFL? That's just racist, period, point blank. We need to own an NFL team. We got one half owner in the NBA, Michael Jordan, but the whole league is 90% black. So we still the slaves and they still the masters, unquote. Outside of his business ventures, Snoop made the headlines earlier this month for giving some excellent commentary for the equestrian event at the Tokyo Olympics. Earlier this year, Snoop said he is working on an anthology series about his life and career. And finally, Adele is reportedly set to join the pantheon of iconic artists who have undertaken their own residencies in Las Vegas. The singer is said to be taking up a lengthy performing stint in Sin City and will even be able to stay at her L.A. home with a private jet flying her to each show in around 40 minutes. 
The singer hopes to start the lengthy performance stint when international coronavirus restrictions eventually begin to ease. A source close to Adele said, quote, It is all very exciting. It would make her a lot of money, but it would also mean she could have a routine. It would be hugely lucrative for her, but also really fun. She loves performing live, and there would be no shortage of people traveling to see her once the COVID restrictions are dropped, unquote. The singer last performed at Wembley Stadium in 2017 when she was forced to axe the final two of three shows after damaging her vocal cords. That's music news you can use for August 10th, 2021. For more music news, search music news you can use wherever you podcast. I'm Dave Wheeler. Wheeler in the morning. Okay, you guys got to tell me about this. Um, We have this big concert coming up, right? Mm -hmm. Yesterday on AJ's show, he announced the uh, headliner. Is it Joe Exotic? (laughs) Is that right? Close enough. No, it's not. Isn't it? (laughs) I could have sworn it was... It, it's a black Joe Exotic, is that right? No. It's Black Tiger Sex Machine. Yeah, Joe Exotic. I mean, no. <laughs> they are, they're actually an EDM group from Montreal. I've had the pleasure of seeing them before at EDC Las Vegas. They've toured all over the place, which is really cool. But yeah, they're going to be playing the Burt Block Party. That's coming up on August 28th. We're going to have chances to win tickets all the way up until that day. They have that hit song, uh, Expired Walmart Meat, right? <laughs> oh, my God, Dave. Don't they? <laughs> Actually, they did not? you see? No. Uh, this is really off topic from this. The Burt Block Party is going to be amazing, by the way. There's so yeah. many artists. And then this is kind of like the finale weekend, like the big one. It's going to be great. But Joe Exotic said that his cancer spreading. So he's oh. not doing too well wherever he is right now. I just can't even believe how much we are not yeah. sticking to topic right now. <laughs> well, what do you mean? I mean, it's just bringing hey, up other this, stuff. we have this brand new concert announcement. Want to win some tickets? Give us a call. 452-1061. By the way, this is totally off topic, but Joe Exotic's cancer is... It's on topic. About it's it. completely on topic. <laughs> it's on any, topic. Any chance you can transition into a conversation about of Joe course. Exotic, it is worth it. <laughs> By the way, go check out their new album called Carol Baskin Needs to Die. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, did I ever tell you? Uh, so the Sad Jaguar, uh, who is uh, on the Wheeler After Dark podcast with me, he's one of my besties. Uh, he's a big golfer like I am, too. He went and got a whole bunch of golf balls. He ordered them at the beginning of last year. Oh, yeah, uh, I the, saw these. <laughs> he was a big fan of the uh, the Tiger King series. But a lot of times if you order balls in bulk from whatever manufacturer you want, if you order from their website, they will monogram them for you. Like mm-hmm. you, like normally it's, it just says, you know, Pro V1 or it says the logo. But you can get your business name. But like we can get a whole bunch of ones that say Energy 106. Mm-hmm. He, had en- he had enough room that he had Carol Baskin murdered her husband on every single one oh of his golf balls. Oh, my gosh. Well, she did, yeah. but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're really just spreading the word at that point. Yeah. Hey, well, that's what he said. He goes, I have no problem spraying these yeah. into the woods, and I hope as many people as possible find these and use them. And uh, That's absolutely uh, anyways, hilarious. Yeah, ba- ba- Jasmine Lane, you're right. Back on topic here. So we have this huge concert going on here in the city, and the, it'll be the first one since the pandemic began. We're really excited about it. So we have some tickets to give away right now at 204-452-1061. We're going to make it nice and easy for you this morning. Um Early morning crowd, if you've been listening here for the uh, the last 45 minutes or so, uh, you'll know this one. Who uh, is faster, Andre DeGrasse or Connor McDavid in their Ooh. respective sports? 204-452-1061. Just a reminder, you got to be double-double to go to the Spurt Block Party. Hi, Energy 106, what's your answer? Andre DeGrasse. Yeah, Say it again. Correct. 
Andre DeGrasse. Yeah! That is correct. That blows me away. So Chris Cuthbert mentioned this on his Twitter, and he also mentioned it during the Olympics, but if Andre DeGrasse was to be in the starting blocks and Connor McDavid was on a lane made out of ice and he was on skates, Andre DeGrasse would reach a, to- a higher top speed. I don't know who would it's win insane. that race, yeah, but I, 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 I now need to see that happen. Like Somebody needs to construct some sort of racing apparatus where you have a lane made out of ice and a lane made out of regular track and field. And this needs to happen. Yeah. Like this could be a huge spectacle. Actually, it was funny years ago. Uh, there was the fastest man in the world uh, way before Usain Bolt. But Sergey Fedorov. This is back in the '90s, and they did a Nike commercial where they said, "How fast is Sergey Fedorov?" And the, the only difference is they put the guy, uh, like the racer, the sprinter. They put him on ice as well in his shoes. Oh, and oh. Uh, it well in the commercial, Sergey Fedorov, of course, blows him away because he's on skates, and he's like, "That guy's not that fast." Yeah, because <laughs> he was on ice. Yeah, but seriously, somebody, somebody, like, I, I don't know. To do it. U of M, somebody, make this happen. I think this would be incredible. Watching yeah. Andre DeGrasse and Connor McDavid go head-to-head in a sprint. I think it would be amazing. All right, we'll take a break here. 6.55, we got the loud line coming up after 7 o'clock. That kicks things off here next on Wheeler in the Morning. Energy 106. All right, we got a good hour coming up here. Tyler has been talking about this. Well, he talked about it yesterday, about uh, trying to get his sister out of town, and it comes with quite a story. Is that accurate? Yeah, an animal. An animal and some people that almost made my sister miss her flight, or maybe made her miss her flight. You'll Uh, you'll hear the story. Can't wait to hear that. That's coming up here in the first half hour. Uh, As well, music news you can use. Adele looking to add herself to a list of lengthy artists who have done this. Find out what that is coming up just after 7.30. The news feed, sports feed, all that, and wait what coming up here it's Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr let's go Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106 any interest in going to see Suicide Squad 2 no really why not not in the slightest but it's getting really? such good reviews. I yeah. heard that it's good. Yeah. Brian Latake gave it an A. Everybody's talking about it. I didn't see the first one, and I don't regret that at all. And I watched Birds of Prey, and I was kind of meh. I just, I don't know. I feel like this new Joker character spinoff version, whatever's going on, is just not my vibe. I'm just not, I'm really not that interested. Harley Quinn's an absolute dream, though. Yeah. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Sure. Go see mm-hmm. it for her. Honestly, like I, I typically wouldn't either, but everybody's talking about it, and apparently it's phenomenal. So even yesterday, I was looking up showings at Landmark Cinemas, and they're selling out. People out are going curios- in Winnipeg to see it. Out of curiosity, uh, is the double vax thing for theaters as well? Like do they scan no. you in theaters, or can no. oh good, excellent, then let's go. It's to, it stays fifty percent, but uh, now anybody can go. Sweet, let's go. Yeah, we should all go. Yeah, date. I'll uh, I go check it I'll out. be your DD. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to eat I'm too all, much popcorn. Yeah. I'm all hopped up PD. on sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the butter on my hands makes it hard to drive. It's all slippery. It's like an oil field yeah, in there. Yeah, holy moly. <laughs> Good thing I got Jasmine as the DD. Wait, real all talk. Right. You get butter on your popcorn? Yeah. Oh, weird. What? I've never See, done that. Be, what? It's soggy. It's yucky. I don't like it. You're so wrong. Wow. You're so what, about, wrong. What, what, what about the flavored shakers? Do you yeah, do that? Yeah. Yes, but you put those in dry. No. Yes. It, no. Way, no, no. So you got to put it in layers. So first you take it, then you shake it and yeah. let kind of all the butter go down. And then you get down maybe about a, a quarter or a third. Then you put more shake in. You shake it up. Oh, it's a process. Dave mm-hmm. knows. Yeah. 
It's a it's a romance. It's a romance you have with your popcorn. You got to treat your popcorn right. I'm curious <laughs> to know uh, butter on your popcorn, yay or nay? Four five two one zero six one. This will be a landslide. I know. I want to see Jasmine get roasted on the text line. That's you know what? Welcome to my everyday. Yeah, so true. Coming up here in ten minutes, Tyler Carr is going to share a epic story as he always has, and this one involves uh, what, what do we have? Airplanes, animals, and what? Uh, airplanes, animals, and my sister almost missing her flight. Oh, yeah. that's coming up here in 10 minutes. First, let's do the loud line. Energy 106 presents the loud line. Leave a message for Wheeler, Jasmine, and Tyler. Call 204-478-8040. 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the morning. Weekdays on Energy 106. You can call the loud line about anything at 478-8040. We just got one sent to my email. Do we play it without uh, previewing it? Or yeah, we, why not? Okay. What's the worst that could happen? I, well, there's quite a lot that probably could happen. <laughs> well, just keep your finger on the trigger in case okay. we need to bail out of it. Well, just a uh, warning. Go for it. This has been not approved. Good morning, you beautiful bastards. Oh, oh yeah, this this will be fine. Okay, here we go. Good morning, you beautiful bastards. Oh, well. Uh, I was reading the news last night about all the, or some news anyway, about the kind of change and the stuff that's been talked about recently about that. I think it's under two degrees or one and a half degrees in the next decade. If we if we don't curve that, then mm-hmm. we're going to kind of be heading into some uncharted territory in regards to the increase in severity for the, the weather and climate in the next 50 plus years beyond that. I kind of wanted, I was having a conversation with someone this morning about it briefly, and I was wondering, uh, like for Dave, what you think in regards to like us having children for for them and what that looks like and them having children and what your thoughts are into that because I know what my thoughts are. I'm like, oh man, that sucks. Like, I, I know I'm not going to be here for 50 years. <laughs> anyway, I'd love to know you guys' thoughts. Alright, have a good day. Love you guys. I will tell you this. Um, now, take what I say with a grain of salt. Please. We, we always do. Good. I'm, I'm happy we can set that precedent, uh, okay? Yes. But here's what I will tell you. In the history, in the recorded history of humans... Everyone has had a, has taken a really good stab, but nobody has been able to predict the future. Not yet. We do not have anybody uh, that has been able to predict the future. I beg to differ. Future. The Simpsons is doing a good job. You know what? Actually, he has a point. <laughs> What's that? Which that one? The Here, Simpsons. Tyler. No, the Simpsons predict mm-hmm. the future. It's a fact, Dave. Mm-hmm. Listen, here's the deal. Everyone can take a guess. Everyone can take a guess at it. You know what I'm saying? And when they end up, they're like, oh, look at that. I was right. It's like, yeah, what about the other 30 predictions that you made? You didn't nail those, did you? So here's the thing. We have some very, very, very smart people who are are, are having a look at the data and whatnot. But when it comes to the alarmists out there, I think there's some credence to what they're saying. I, I have always said we need to do a better job of taking care of our oceans. We need to do a better yeah, job of taking do. care of our air. We need to do. We need to just do. We need to do a better job. Period. We just need but, to take care of our, what we use. Right. It's like exactly. cleaning up your toys after you play with them. You got to put things away. You got to put them back in order. You can't just abuse everything. Nah, that's right. what having a mom is for. She oh, can wow. do all that for me. So keep, my toys it, keep out. answering the butter texts. If this <laughs> if this puts us in a situation where we're going to take better care of our earth, I'm all for it. But I don't think we give Mother Nature enough credit. Keep in mind, our earth is billions of years old and the earth will dictate how it decides to act. And I will say this, and I'm not a scientist by any stretch. I know this is probably going to trigger a lot of people and my email is going to be full and that's fine because I don't read them anyways. But <laughs> I will say over the last 18 months. When the world was locked down in a pandemic, we had less driving, we had less fossil fuels going, we had all these things. You'd think it would have been a really nice band-aid for the Earth. 
but it didn't seem to recoil in any way. So I'm curious to know the science on that one. Yeah, I think to my my first reaction to that is, well, we're already too far gone. There was no, there's no fixing it at this. Well, point. then what's the point? Well, yeah. then, see, that's, totally. the, that's a horrible attitude to have. It's like, well, why don't we just crap all over the earth then and then not take care of it if it's too far gone? Totally. I mean, that's, that that is such a horrible attitude to have. They're going, mm, it's too late. We're. In the, I was listening to somebody the other day saying we're in the bottom of the ninth now, and you know, it looks like we're going to lose this game. It's like, so what? You're 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 going to cause panic by saying the world's going to end. It doesn't matter what we do now. Just, Come on. There, there's still an opportunity for us to do better. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next one's also for you, Dave. Hey, hey, hey. Is this Dave married to your sister Wheeler? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know who this is. Guess who, Wheeler? Oh yeah, it's me. The one. The only rider nation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you still married to your sister, Dave? Yeah, you yes. probably are. But anyway, let's get on here. We're going to have some fun. I don't know what to tell you, Weir. The bombers still suck, but I'll talk to you later again. I'll call back. Okay, what? Okay, so I feel this like I'm guy, in a fever dream. Yeah, that, I feel like somebody was whispering in my ear. Towards the tail end of my tenure on uh, on 92 City FM when I was doing the Wheeler in the Morning Show over there uh, before all that stuff happened. You know, I, what stuff? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this dude, and it's that, that sounds pretty much like him or either that or it's a really good facsimile of him, but uh, he called Ryder Nation. He called himself Ryder. He's a Manitoban, but hates the Bombers and cheers for the Riders. And he, oh, yeah. I think Gross. his parents... His, his, par- his parents are related, and I don't know how he got his passport to stay in the province of Manitoba, but he is entertaining. And I just will remind you, Rider Nation, I know you're listening right now, defending champs, baby. And not only defending that, champions. we literally won the first game back, so... Boom. Can I be well, honest? So did the Riders, so did the Riders, though. Listening to that voicemail, Tyler, I thought it was your dad. What? How? What? Just at the beginning, and then it got weird, and then I knew it wasn't your dad, but at the beginning... That doesn't sound like my dad at all. I just thought it was your dad doing one of his weird voices and razzing Wheeler like he always does. (laughs) Oh, no. Speaking of which, I haven't heard from your dad in a while. Yeah, well, yeah, good. Tell him we miss Honestly, him. good. <laughs> Let's leave it that way. You can call the loud line at any time. I'm ending this before we get too far in. Here's the number. Got something to say to Wheeler in the morning? Call the loud line and leave a message. 204-478-8040. I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, Tyler Carr, you are the uh, social media guru here on the show. Not to take anything away from Jasmine Lane, but uh, I had sent you true. A- I had sent you a link yesterday to a pretty cool mashup that I listened to last night and was pleasantly oh, surprised. Oh, the Daft Punk stuff. So Daft Punk oh, yeah. is awesome, obviously, yeah. uh, and has worked with numerous artists. Uh-huh. But one artist they never worked with was Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. just because circumstances never arose. But somebody took it upon themselves to take some cuts from Michael Jackson and mash it up with uh, uh, random access memories from Daft Punk with the Thriller album from Michael Jackson. <sighs> And it's really good. Yeah. You know what? It's really good. That's one of my favorite things about the, I, 2021 and like just being in the future is people are making, they can just do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like the creativity now is so endless. Like I have, I've, I've heard ones where people remix Michael Jackson with Gaga and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like it, it yeah. is like if they had actually collaborated, that's what it legitimately would have sounded like. It is really cool. I'll be honest with you. I used to do mashups when I was more into doing the, uh, you know, the DJ stuff and whatnot, and I was on my computer more. But 
It's a far cry from what people are doing now. Like the tech has just gotten so much better. So if you get a chance, Tyler Carr, throw it up on one of our social totally. media. If anybody wants to to access it, it's Daft Punk mashed up with Michael Jackson's Thriller, and it's really good. Uh, Seven twenty two is the time. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. We are Wheeler in the morning on Energy one hundred six. Okay, so it is a little. Uh, I, I don't want to say chillier than usual, but it is compared to what we usually wake up to. Right now in Winnipeg, we're sitting at sixteen, but should warm up today to about twenty four. There is yet another way to prove that you are. Very- vaccinated in the province and this one is much more convenient i'm going to tell you all about that that's coming up in the newsfeed in less than 10 minutes floor is yours tyler carr <laughs> so this is actually one of the most okay so you guys know we talked about it last week and you guys got called out get my popcorn yeah please get, my popcorn. I was, get your With buttered butter. popcorn take, and take your butter out of there and jasmine <laughs> will have her dry i don't know sahara desert popcorn um <laughs> With pride. So I told you, I, in situations, I sometimes get I, get, I I know I get very overwhelmed. I have a lot of, I do have anxiety and I, I kind of stress a little bit. And you know, because I have different tics that I do, like I'll start biting my nails or my leg will start moving. Let me tell you or during you this, say good morning. this situation, <laughs> I was doing every single one of them. Like it oh was boy. not even funny. Honestly, it was awful. This situation, I never want to live through again because I was a borderline um, I was just a mess. Hey, it was just awful. Me, what's what's going so on? So we were in Swan River, my sister and I, for my cousin's wedding. And my sister obviously lives in Calgary. Double doubled, got to fly down. Everything was great. We went to the wedding, and we were we had to drive back to get her on her flight. And it was a very quick trip. The wedding was Saturday. My sister's flight was at four p.m. ish on Sunday. So we knew that it was about a five hour drive from Swan River to get back to Winnipeg to get her back on this flight. And she wanted to be there minimum thirty minutes. It doesn't take long to get on like a domestic flight to get through so you, security. Especially you're probably right leaving, now. Yeah, you're probably leaving between 9 and 10 in the morning. That yeah, was. it was a, really close to 10 o'clock. It was, we left at a great time, plenty of time. My Google Maps said we were going to be there actually like 45 minutes early, so we were really not too concerned. We leave Swan River, and the path that you go to get to Winnipeg, you go through Dauphin in Manitoba. And from Swan River to Dauphin, there was construction basically the entire way. Now, not just construction where it's like, ooh, you got to slow down here and then you can speed back up. Oh, you got to slow down. It's the construction where you have to follow pilot vehicles and no. you have to park oh. and wait for pilot vehicles. Those are, they had that down by South Beach Casino yeah. like a month ago. It was awful. It is so not, basically, so down to one lane and people are just yeah. taking turns and convoys. Oh. Yeah, and actually, okay, so there was two and then you would have to like pull over and let, because it the stretch of this pilot vehicle was so long you guys i wish i had actually counted it or just the kilometers but it was so long that they had multiple pilot vehicles going and they would just like swerve off onto the side of the mm-hmm. road to let other people go it was very confusing and kudos to the construction workers they all did a fabulous job no complaints to you at all but it was so long that, at what point did this went like how far into the drive was it so if this was often we're probably looking about an hour and a half into your drive no this was like um, yeah about 30 minutes into our drive oh. and it was the stretch literally from swan river to dauphin by the time we were done the construction my google Maps said my sister was basically missing her flight oh no and she really didn't want to have to rebook and wait she had to get to work it was just a messy situation i literally looked at her after we were done the pilot vehicles and at this point i'm going a little bit over the speed limit to try and make up a little bit of time i said there's nothing we can't stop for bathroom breaks we can't stop for gas we are going we are driving we're gonna roll up to the winnipeg airport and you were gonna run and we're not even gonna say goodbye pee out the window yeah well, this is where it gets... They, oh, there was something in the universe that day. So I said to her, not one other thing 
can make us late. There can't be any more construction. You're going to have to look at Google Maps. We're going to have to avoid everything at all costs. We look, nothing. It's just, it's green the whole way. Then right after Dauphin, we're just, we're exiting Dauphin to kind of go, go towards Nipua. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I see something in the distance and I'm like, what? Sh- Shailen, what, what, what is that up there? And it's a herd of cows. <laughs> and the cows are making their way across the road no. at their own leisurely pace. And it's not four cows. It's 27 cows. And no. they're by themselves. And the cows now, we pull up and I'm like, what? Huh? And they're ma- <laughs> like going across. I, I, I think it's moved. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Not shy guy yeah. in Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. Just, Are you playing Animal Crossing? Yeah, is this an is Animal that? Crossing story? <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. And they're going, and then they look at us, and then they keep going, and I honk, and then one of them gives me the eye, and then they keep going, and it's literally another. 30 minutes no. that we're waiting for these cows. And you can't go around them because there's a ditch on either side. I'm in a car. I can't turn around and go a different way. I honestly feel like if I was you, I would have gotten out of the vehicle and like just started like throwing dust at yeah. like their feet <laughs> to try to spook them so that I they was ran. Like, what, do you, what do you do when there's animals trying to cross? You just wait. So we're sitting there. We're so frustrated. And I'm That's like, well, Shaylin, you're going to have to utterly, like re- Utterly disgusting. Uh, wow. Jeez. Don't give them that. Oh, you did. Anyway, uh, the cows made us late, and she was, got was, was there somebody hurting these cows? No, or like, they were they out on the loose. There were cows out, out on the loose in Winnipeg, in Manitoba, and it was just a lot. Anyway, after the cows uh, finally went away, we drove. We got there. My sister literally got out of the car, ran inside, and found out that they just had forgotten to post that the flight had been delayed. Oh, so. thank God! That Ooh. has got to be one of the most <laughs> stressful. Th- yeah. Like there is. A- Oh, quite honestly, nothing more stressful than being late for a flight yeah. and knowing that you're going to be late for a flight. That was like when my mom and I flew back from Venice. We had a connecting flight in Montreal to get back to Winnipeg. And it was like a daytime flight. So we had like eight hours on the plane. We're going to be in Montreal. We had like a very short layover. Then boom, we're back in Winnipeg. And we there ended up being this crazy storm over Europe. And there was only like allowed 40 planes at a time out. And we were stuck on the tarmac for four hours. Mm-hmm. And that made it just tight enough where we could have like gotten that layover point and I remember like actually like I was like well mom you're on your own and I just I ditched her in the airport and I just ran to to. the terminal and we ended up missing it unfortunately but it was terrible the stress is unbelievable I can't believe she made it like she still was getting on the flight literally when she ran in and she was late but yeah thanks to the cows of Manitoba for that But I also want to throw oh. this out there. If you have any that flights, that is a dairy, dairy good story. Yeah, thank you. Jeez, da- oh my god! If you have any close encounters or you missed your flight stories, I think we should load up the loud line for tomorrow four seven eight eighty forty because those are always fun to listen to and mm-hmm. not experience. Yeah. I also right. want to throw this out there. If you are a farmer. Maybe check your fencing. Yeah, gonna, especially if you live in that area. If you were right before Nipawa, you you've got about yeah, twenty some cows on the loose. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get them back because they were literally on the move. Oh no! Well, let's move the show along here. <laughs> news feed, sports feed coming up next here on Wheeler in the Morning. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Be very careful around the river trails. Uh, some incidents have occurred. I'm going to tell you what that is, what you need to watch out for. That's coming up after this. First, though, if you're waiting for that fancy immunization card that I requested in June and still haven't gotten, uh, well, we can do better than a screenshot for now. There is a new Manitoba immunization card app. All you have to do is log into the app with your Manitoba Health 
info and voila, yeah. it is there. Fun it looks fact, better. You do not need Wi-Fi and you do not need cell phone service to access mm-hmm. this. A lot of people were complaining because they would not have service and it would like at the bombers at yeah. the bomber game. There you go. Uh, because so many people were in that area, cell phone service dropped yeah, very quickly and loading those cards was not chill. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, much better now. Popular ski resort in Manitoba, Holiday Mountain has already canceled their upcoming season due to the drought we've experienced over the last few months and how much it's impacted their snowmaking water source. And they already know that they just do not have enough for the upcoming season. Typically, they start selling season passes in the next seven days. That's not going to be happening. This would be the time when they're prepping to get everything going for this upcoming season. And they're like, we just we can't. So I was seeing videos online of dudes crossing the Red River in a quad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. It's. I have never seen the water this low ever. No, I don't think anybody has. I was like, I went to the lake on Sunday, and it was the farthest I've ever had to walk out. Like honestly, probably like a hundred feet of sand and rock until you actually hit the water. When usually it's much closer than that. It was crazy. Yeah, insane. Lizzo is dropping her new track "Rumors" this Friday, and she's now teased that Cardi B is going to be guesting on the track. Cardi B, on the other hand, has actually pushed back her album release date to try to avoid postpartum depression since she's due in September and she doesn't want to feel rushed to go on tour right away and miss a bunch of really important months in her baby's life. So uh, this will be pro- honestly probably the last thing that we hear from Cardi for the next little while. But I am I was already excited for a new Lizzo track and now I'm even more excited for a new Lizzo track. <laughs> Mark Ronson produced that too, by the oh, way. It's, uh, gonna be, it's I, gonna be. Yeah. You guys are gonna have it first thing Friday, so make sure you're spinning yeah. that. And yeah. uh, now on a much more serious note, multiple women have reported serious sexual assault attempts from a man who was hiding in the bushes around various river trails, all of which have happened on the West Red River Trail from the Osborne Bridge South on the way to Churchill Drive and the Elm Park Footbridge to Jubilee. Um, Incidents going back as far as June. No word on whether or not they are actually connected, but there have been two already in the last week. Uh, Winnipeg police are urging female runners specifically and walkers to bring a partner with you when possible. Tell somebody what route you're taking. Avoid being alone in the dark or at least stick to populated paths if it is going to be come dark while you're out there. Um, They also recommend running without headphones and to carry a personal alarm or cell phone with you. Um, My family and I, we've actually done this for a really long time. My mom and sister, we all have iPhones and you can actually link up stuff so that your GPS can be shared amongst each other. So I don't know, maybe if you are going out and about lots, stuff like that, it's not a bad idea to have a friend that you share that with so they can know exactly where your last known location was, especially with these um, sexual assault attempts. So it's really awful. Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what? Sponsored by Vernos Auto Body at the top of the waterfront, full mechanical and courtesy cars available. You're part of the family at Vernos Auto Body. Dave, this is a job I feel like you would love mm-hmm. or one that, uh, you know... Some of us might already feel like we're kind of living in with uh, the lockdown we just experienced. Well, NASA is looking to hire four people from around the globe that are willing to pretend to live on Mars for a full year. Living on Mars would uh, entail living in a 1,700 square foot enclosed space with no windows for a year. 
Uh, you only get to eat astronaut food, and you would have limited <laughs> contact with your friends and family online. No word on how much it pays. That's how Dave lives already. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But you can <laughs> head to NASA's website if you want to apply. The ideal candidate, they say, would be about 30 to 55 and have a master's degree in STEM field, like engineering or math. But they are also accepting applications from people that just have a bachelor's degree and some relevant experience. What the heck is relevant experience to living in Mars? Uh, basically means you're an introvert and you've lived in your parents' basement for yeah, the like, past 10 years. Like, <laughs> could like that person that like has like the highest points on Fortnite apply for that? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I mean, this, this process is necessary, though. I remember that. No, it truly is. I mean, I remember a few years ago when they were no, planning No, I'm not on, laughing at you. I was laughing at Jasmine and her trying to figure out what Fortnite is. But a few well, years what? ago. No, it's fine. Dave, go. <laughs> A few years ago, they were planning on doing this whole mission to Mars thing, and they were taking applications from regular human beings, and uh, they they planned on paying for the whole thing by basically live-streaming the entire trip and the subsequent setup to Mars. It ended up falling apart, but... They, they, you really do. I mean, like the trip to Mars is not an easy one. Yeah, I mean, well, it, do, it, do it's months. Ever, do people come back? No, yeah. Mars is Mars is a one way trip. Yeah, like you're you're going out there and you're staying out. How there. How long did you say yeah. it takes? Oh, it's months, months and months to get up. Uh, there. You know, I wonder too. Like for people that do this, does this mean that they get a jump start on like, hey, now people can live in Mars? You already completed this program, so now you're you're the first one of the first. Like, is that what this is getting at? They didn't make that clear at all in the application. Well, I feel like not in their lifetime. People that are people that are volunteering in this lifetime are going out there to live the rest of their life in space. Like, could you imagine being one of these people? You give up your life for an entire year to have no windows, literally live in misery, and then they're like, "Yeah, sorry, you're you're just not going to cut it. We're actually going to take somebody else who didn't complete this program to Mars instead." Well, Elon Musk has been the only one that's been truthful about all of this. No different. And then when they were building the Hoover Dam or any sort of major project where they realized that they were going to lose people. Like, we have to get this project done, but we got to break some eggs to make the omelet. And Elon Musk has been the only honest one to saying, mm-hmm. in order to get to Mars, a lot of people are going to die. Or no, he didn't say a lot of people, but people are going to die mm-hmm. in the process. And so I think you have to do your due diligence by doing these very strange, odd you know, experiments to make sure that you have the right frame of mind to send people on a one-way trip. Yeah. I used to work with a girl who worked in a lab in the city, and she quit working working in the lab after about two, three years because she couldn't handle it because it has to be a controlled environment. So in the wintertime especially, oh, yeah. she would get to work and it would be dark. She'd be inside in a controlled environment, not see the sun all day, leave work and it would be dark. And she would uh, she would experience every winter in just it, with no sunlight. And she was so depressed and unhappy and she ended up quitting. And then she got like a super regular job. She's like the smartest person with a normal average Joe job. She doesn't happen to know what happened to those two scientists at the from the Wuhan lab that were on loan here at the level four oh, virology God. lab, do they? Okay, just, just curious. Uh, speaking of Martians and space and all of that, I want to get into a conversation after eight o'clock about aliens, real aliens from outer space, and need your interaction on this one. That's coming up. That'll kick off the eight o'clock hour next year on Wheeler in the Morning. Energy 106. So this hour, we're talking aliens, like Dave oh, yeah. said. Also, uh, <laughs> The Bachelorette ended last night, y'all. Y'all, y'all! If yeah. you thought there no, was no, no, dro- don't no. get me excited about this. You've no. been you've been throwing no. shade okay. at this season, but the ending was worth it all. It was all was it worth actually? it. Yes, it oh, was. Okay. I got a clip, and also we're gonna I'm gonna break it down for you because then that way you don't have to go watch it. Then you're just up to date on everything. It's just perfect. The best of both worlds. Busy half hour coming up here. Wheeler in the morning. Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Here we go. 
Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Olivia Rodrigo was once the pride and joy of America. Now a lot of people are kind of crapping on her because she made a very big mistake. I'm going to tell you all about that in the news feed at 830. Mm. Aliens. Are they out there? Are we alone? Mm. Have we been visited? Yes. These are, que- these are questions that have been asked for uh, as long as we've been looking up at the sky. And there is a little series on Netflix right now called Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. And it's uh, playing on Netflix right now. I'm about halfway through the series. And I'm fascinated by it. I've always been fascinated by, by alien docs and whatnot, especially if, they're, if it's well-produced and they have some intelligent people behind the, behind the camera talking about stuff. But um, I wanted to get into this conversation because... Kind of in the same way that I, I always said, sure, I think there's enough evidence out there that the supernatural exists. I've just never had a close encounter until I moved into my house in East St. Paul, where I had numerous. Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember? <laughs> you know, Do you guys in. remember? <laughs> oh, man, I had some really weird stuff happen. But when it comes to aliens and unidentified flying objects and whatnot, again, I kind of subscribe to the same, the same theory where there's more than enough evidence out there. I've just never had a personal encounter where I've looked up in the sky and said, what is that? Yeah. Like, undeniably going, that is not from this earth. So I'm curious to know, because in this documentary, there, there is a, a narrative where they're saying a lot of these declassified documents that are coming out that they've been having to release just because of enough time has gone by going all the way back to the 40s as far as the Free Information Act. Some people believe that they're slowly kind of like letting this out, like kind of warming us up, warming us up to eventually come out and say, all right, here's the deal. We've been in contact with aliens for a very long time, but, you know, just to kind of keep society kind of in the dark, you know, we couldn't release it all at once. People would have went crazy. I mean, it would have major impacts on the world. It's kind of like walking into the water. It's cold to start, and then the more you get used to it as you walk in, then you're right. So they're they're giving us little bits as we go. Exactly. Now, one of the big things they talk about is, with these crashes that have happened over the years, like in Roswell and different places around the world, the reason why they cover this up is because they want that tech and, and they want it all of themselves. They don't want regular human beings. The Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of covered this a little bit after the, uh, the, the attack on New York. Yeah. And in the subsequent film with, uh, with Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home, um, or homecoming, pardon me. He, a lot of people were going in and trying to take this alien tech because it, it's not of this earth. And if you yeah. can get a, if you can corner the market on that, you you would have a lot of you would have a leg up on the competition. So the government's keeping all that because they want the tech for their military. Because of course they would give them a leg up on other countries. Where are you? Where are you getting with this? Like, are you do you do you have a UFO story or do you want like what? Well, here's what I'm looking for. I, I'm curious to know based on the predicate of they are warming us up to eventually come out and say, all right, there are aliens. Here's what we know, and here's how we've been act- interacting with them. Do you truly believe? Honestly, at the bottom of your heart, do you think that there is alien life outside of our atmosphere? I think do you that, believe? I think that depends, though, because so many people like, is there alien life outside of our atmosphere? A hundred percent there is. That's been proven. There have been like very small particles that they've collected from meteors and stuff like that. So like in forms of bacteria, particles, particles but never a living organism. We've yeah, never found a but living been, like, organism. Bacteria and stuff that have been found. Never living, though. We've never <sighs> found a living organism outside of our atmosphere. Four, and so, five, I, mean, I, I want to throw this out quick. Four, five, two, one, oh, six, one. You can call or text.
And, and, and let me put it this way, not, not just, you know, a living organism, but actual intelligent life. Do you believe that there is actual intelligent life outside of our atmosphere? I, a personal uh, belief here, I think that it would be naive to think that there is not. Do I think that we would ever experience it? No, I, that I don't have an answer to, but I think it would be very naive to say no. It would be very on brand if it happened this year. <laughs> right. Like Remember the would. monoliths? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those mysterious ones. I, I, yeah, honestly, I, I, yeah, I guess, yeah. Like I, I, I feel like there is. I just feel like I feel like we're always being lied to. So I wouldn't be surprised if they've been they've known about this for hundreds of years and they're just not sharing it. Two zero four four five two one zero six one. I'm curious to know. Let's just do a quick little energy poll here. Yes or no? Is there intelligent life outside of this atmosphere? I'm curious to know where the where society is, where, where, where the population is, is on this. Because I, I truly believe that if there's enough people, if we have a, a, the vast majority of people believing, yeah, there's intelligent life out there, then I think the government needs to get together with other governments and say, all right, we need to present the public with this. Yeah. Like, we have to come out with it. There's enough yeah. people there. I, I don't think we're going to shock them. It's not going to be a, a, a huge shock to anybody if we tell them that there's intelligent life out there. Yeah. Well, I, I also think, too, now, not now necessarily, but in the next few years, if they start warming us up to a few more things, then, yeah, we could eventually get there. 204-452-1061. Alien life, yes or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I say so. And I uh, hope there's intelligent life out there because there's not a lot of it here. <laughs> Wait, I was waiting for that. <laughs> Love that. Uh, we got a couple texts here. Yeah, there's quite a few for yes. I think the majority of people on the text line are saying yes right now. Uh, Chris said no, not until he gets concrete proof. See, and that's the thing. I think that's the thing that's holding us up is, is you have to experience it yourself. Like something literally has to land in front of you and go, hi, I'm an alien from another planet. Nice to meet you. My name's Ted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 204-452-1061. Roll in. Uh, yeah, we're rolling the text messages. If you want to call What's the loud line. weirdo with the finger? He does the little. E.T.? Yeah. E.T. Oh, no. No, we don't need those. They're annoying. Did you know that the script for Indiana Jones was written while they were taking breaks filming E.T.? No way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Interesting. There you go. Interesting. Fun fact. You want to take a quick call here? Sure. Go for it. Hello. Oh, no. oh just Hung kidding. Up. Bye. It was, a, it was an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you giving away our secrets? Yeah. Uh, shut uh, two, up. Stop talking about us. <laughs> 452-1061. Send us your text messages. Curious to know, what are your thoughts? Intelligent life outside of our atmosphere. We will release those uh, stats coming up tomorrow morning on the show. 812 now. We'll take a quick break. We learn the morning. Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. All right. Let's get this over with. Hit Are you music. ready? Yeah, hit the music. We'll let it. We'll let it sit for a sec. Let it establish there. Sure. You feeling it now, Jasmine? Getting a little hot in here. Yeah. So the Bachelorette finale was last night. Katie looking to find love. Now, I'm going to recap this kind of quickly because I want to get to a conversation after. So in the last episode. Katie had three guys left. She had this guy, Justin, that really wasn't getting anywhere. She had Blake, who is the guy that came in halfway through the season. And then she had Greg. And then during that episode, Greg had confessed his love to Katie. Katie didn't respond properly. Greg got really hurt and decided to leave without saying goodbye. And we all thought that Greg was coming back. Well, the finale starts 
and they confirm Greg does not come back. That was the end of Greg and Katie in the last episode. I, I think I, I nailed was, that one. Yeah, you did. I, think you, I, nailed, I yeah. said the opposite. I said for sure he comes back. Yeah. Well, what does he look like? What's his name? Uh, just search Greg Bachelor uh, Bachelorette. He'll be the first one that comes up. He's really cute. Like he's super super and- cute. He's, no, he's not. Yes, he is. He's no, very he's cute. Whatever. Agree to disagree. He looks like a douche. You and I have very different opinions on what good and good looking is for nah, each of us. if he had a different nose and didn't part his hair in the middle, wow, maybe. Wow. Uh, I like him just the way he is. He's too short. Okay. Judgmental <laughs> Jas- Jasmine. Um, so in the, I, I do want to just get to this very quickly. Katie found love and yeah, Blake proposed to Katie. It was actually at the very beginning of the episode. She sent Justin home. So there was only one person that ended up meeting Katie's parents, which usually doesn't happen like that. Usually huh. the parents meet a few of the candidates and then they kind of pick and choose. But it was just Blake. Blake got down on one knee and turns out, because they filmed this show nine months ago, yeah. they're still together today. Katie and Blake are still together. Oh. They're still looking to get married, which is great. But we got to jump back to Greg because Greg, during the season, like they do a wrap up, right? So everybody's back. All the guys are back. Katie and Greg got to see each other since that last time where Greg left. And this is kind of how it sounded. And Katie was trying to tell Greg that he was gaslighting her by making her feel a type of way. Gaslighting is when you try to make someone else feel like it's their fault. And you came at me as if I did something so horrible that you had to leave. Yet when I'm watching back there, you're pretty much admitting like, oh, I just didn't feel the same. And oh, we were just on different pages. Like you could have just been a man and had a normal conversation instead of being so rude and dramatic and leaving without even saying goodbye. Hmm? That's um. I'm sorry you feel like that. Um, I'm sorry the way things ended between us. I, it was a tough environment to be in. Um, and yeah, it was tough for me. It was tough for everybody. I know. I'm not saying it wasn't. <laughs> so they were feeling a type of way. And it's bringing up a really good conversation online, which I kind of want to get into. Gaslighting in 2021 is a bigger deal than it ever has been. Why do you think that is? Because we finally have a word for it. What do you mean? Because pe- people have been gaslighting each other forever, but we just never called it gaslighting. Before it was like you would just call somebody crazy or you had all these other words, whereas now there's like actually this terminology that all of those other things fall into. So I feel like gaslighting is so much more popular because we're kind of realizing what exactly what it, is. it is and what it does to your mental health. I and think it's, it's a buzzword. I honestly think it's a buzzword, and I don't, I'm not saying it's not a thing, but I think it's being overused, and I think it's a way for people to defer blame in do certain you, situations. Do you think, Dave, it's trendy to use the Absolutely word gaslighting right now? Sure it is, And yes. people are going to use it mm-hmm. so much to the point that it means nothing. It's, right. Which is unfortunate, because I do feel that it is it is something that's very, very real, and it's just it's a really awful way totally. to treat somebody that I find often comes from your own insecurities and not being able to own up to how you're feeling and be vulnerable. And it's just like this really toxic way of having conversations. So it's kind of a shame that it's overused so much and something that people make TikTok jokes about now mm-hmm. and stuff like that, because it is a very real thing that can be really damaging. Totally. So. I agree. I kind of agree with both of you. I think what Jasmine said is is really accurate, that it can be very damaging to somebody. But I also agree with Dave that this word is now just being thrown out as almost like an easy way out. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, no, you're gaslighting me. It's like, well, no, not every situation. You've got to really look at each one and how you're feeling compared to how you should be feeling. Mm -hmm. 
If somebody's making thing. you feel a type of way, then yeah, that's gaslighting. And here, but here's the other thing too. She's sitting here giving this guy an earful about the way he behaved and whatnot. Lady, you're on a game show where you're on an auction <laughs> block for a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Give me a break. She did actually bring that up though. She said like, I am the bachelorette. I'm supposed to like, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing what they want me to do. Mm-hmm. And him just leaving like that. It was honestly like Greg was my favorite and then he left the way he did and it was so immature and I but love isn't that, but isn't that what we want we want the drama we do like I watch for the drama so I was living for that moment and I was living for the fight last night sure but also like Greg was trying to he was sitting there and I was happy that Katie was giving it to him because he got what he deserved I was like yeah Greg She's happy. She's engaged you know in your home I, alone. I have to say, and I don't mean to be too much one way with this, but uh, as a woman who has been in the dating world and stuff, I've experienced a lot of really crappy behavior. I've also given out really crappy behavior. <laughs> like I Same. have, like honestly, <laughs> but it's like I've seen a lot, and I appreciate sometimes on really big shows like this when people will go off because I hope that for one person it could be really eye opening to yeah. something going on in their life, and like we love the drama and it's so entertaining and. And whatnot, but I also am kind of like, okay, well, maybe that resonated with somebody. Maybe there's a guy that was really crappy, or a girl that was really crappy, or somebody in a really bad relationship. Like whatever it may be, maybe that made a difference in somebody's life after seeing yeah. that. Dave uh, resonated is the word you're looking for, but also whatever. Uh, what did you, you say? I don't know. Probably said like <laughs> resonated. Uh, yeah, same. Th- it's literally spelled <laughs> no, it's the not. same. No, get uh, off but me. I will say this though: well, if stop you're gaslighting her, yeah, Dave. stop gaslighting me, Dave. You're trying to make me feel. Energy 106. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Should I read that quick? Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah, do So it. someone texted in, uh, don't know their name quite yet, but thank you. Gaslighting apparently is a really old, wor- uh, old word. Mm-hmm. And there was a film called Gaslight from 1944 that looks at the concept of gaslighting, and that's where it came from, and it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I uh, really feel like the celebrity has gotten to Nick Cannon's head, and I gotta say, when I was first reporting on this stuff I was like oh this is kind of funny and now I'm like I, I don't stand I, I don't approve I'm gonna fill you in on uh, his latest spiels after this I feel like I just want to stay away from river trails for a while first there was a grenade found several serious sexual assault incidents along the red and now RCMP and Headingley are investigating after human remains were found along the Assiniboine River the identity is still unknown and forensics are still searching the area so if you live in the area and there might be some areas there that will be a little blocked off depending on what it is that they find Olivia Rodrigo is getting called out over her cheap and crappy sour merch. So I don't even know how this happens. So they had hats that didn't fit, crop tops that arrived as full-size shirts. The sour logo was misspelled to things that said Sir and Seuss. But that's not her fault. No, it's not. But it's still, it's her brand, so everything falls back on her, yeah, but right? but it's not her fault. It's the manufacturer's fault, but still, like, did she get five-year-old kids to make this stuff? Like, yeah. honestly. Well, again, it's not her fault. No, I know. But, but she could are... she could release a statement saying, oh, I can't yeah. believe this is so embarrassing. This happened to Beyonce once, where her merch was showing up really damaged. Same with Katy Perry, back when Teenage yeah. Dream dropped. Her CD was supposed to smell like cotton candy, and fans got it, and it didn't 
didn't smell like cotton candy and she had to apologize for it. Yeah. So, so, you, so you're saying Olivia Rodrigo's having a little deja vu? <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway, if you did happen to order some of her merch, there is a possibility that some things just might not be good. But, of course, you can always still send a return in for that. Yeezy is moving to another stadium to finish Donda. He is over the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, apparently, and will be setting up shop and an air mattress somewhere else for the next week. Uh, he didn't say where, and then the tweet was later deleted, so who knows what's happening, but he did tweet saying that he was moving out of that stadium and was going to move to a different stadium. Well, if, 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 he, if so. he's staying in the Atlanta area, they got State Farm Arena, uh, Truist Park, and Russ Chandler Stadium, so he's got he's got options. Yeah. He's got options. Maybe he wants to go to Texas. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he could go to his house. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he could go to one of his many homes. Yeah. No, did, did you, did you not hear one of the lines? One of the lines that uh, emerged from the listening party, uh, and of course, to keep in mind that he got a lot of this approved through the Kardashian family yeah. before he before it went to print. But one of the lines is sixty million dollar home that I never went home to. Yeah, that's oh. true though. Kim's, Kim's been very honest about that too. That he was like never ever there. She was the mm. only one ever there, and he was barely even in LA for the majority of the time that they had that home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Nick Cannon has gone full cult leader in my eyes at this point, uh, having three women pregnant at the same time. One of them gave birth to twins. Uh, he went off about how he selected each woman not to be in a committed relationship with them, but to impregnate them and spread his genes to more and more people. He recently said in an interview, and I quote, I don't have any ownership over any of the mothers. We create families. In that sense, we created a beautiful entity. Cannon has a total of seven children with various women at the moment and plans to have many more. I think he has two girls pregnant still right now. And he was recently on The Breakfast Club sticking up for DaBaby. Oh, no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. That is all. Newsfeed brought to you by Frank's Pizza, now with three locations. Frank's Pizza uses Bothwell cheese and leaves you hungry for more. For takeout or delivery, visit frankspizza.ca. Do you want to know what he said? Yeah, I do, actually. First of all, I think not only in the black community, and I've experienced it, but definitely just men a lot of times, we have that ego. We believe apologizing is weakness when it actually takes great strength to step up and anyone to say, I was wrong. I know, baby, and that's a strong brother. That man just lost his pops, his brother, all the things. And we still, and he still, and to still have that big smile that he has every day, knowing everything, he's a fighter. We've seen his back against the wall. He's swinging. He's swinging just so he could get out. We all have to accept emotion. Huh? I, I appreciate you reading it. I don't have a response. I need to look into it a little more. But it's interesting yeah, he, that he, he would. He, it's interesting that he would speak on that. He goes on to say a lot more. I'm not going to read the whole yeah, thing. No. You can go and go check it out. We have a very special guest on the phone that I'm excited to talk to because it involves two of my favorite things in the world, golfs and dogs. <laughs> golfs and dogs. Golfs and dogs. <laughs> two well, of my favorites. Now we've got but, the name of the podcast today. There you go. <laughs> golfs and dogs. <laughs> golfs and dogs. <laughs> Say hi to Lindsay, everybody. She is with the Underdogs Golf Tournament doing their third annual at Maplewood Golf Club. Maplewood out in St. Pierre Jolie, which is right along the uh, the Rat River. It's, it's, it's a beautiful golf course. If you've never played it before, it's worth the drive. Good morning. Morning, Lindsay. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm great, thanks. How are you? Oh, uh, you know, yeah. Golfs and dogs. Golfs and dogs. Golfs and dogs. <laughs> Golfs and dogs, Lindsay. So, tell us about this uh, tournament that you have coming up. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you guys have kind of covered it. It's uh, at the uh, Maplewood Golf Club in St. Pierre's Allee. So, it's a beautiful 20 minute drive, 25 minute drive outside the city. It is on Sunday, August 29th. 
um, of this year. And yeah, we're raising money for some pups. It's going to be awesome. Okay, now now let's dive into that because there are a lot of wonderful shelters around the province and they all do really good work. And I'm sure you guys work in conjunction with each other. But when people say we're raising money for dogs, explain exactly where that money goes. Oh, goodness. Okay, so we are a 100% foster home and volunteer-based organization. So we don't have a physical location. All of our dogs live in foster homes until they're ready to be rehomed and find their forever homes. And we really sort of tackle the overpopulation and the stray problem in Manitoba. So we work a lot with rural and remote communities to help injured dogs that might not have access to veterinary care and to find homes for the uh, stray population in the province, as well as to run spay and neuter clinics throughout Manitoba to try and reduce that pet overpopulation project or problem. Sorry, Lindsay, has, has the pandemic just made all of this even harder? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's just wacky on so many levels there. The demand for dogs was super high. And now, unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of dogs being returned. So that's an interesting um, piece of the puzzle. We also haven't been able to work with some of the communities that we work with regularly as well. So those spay and neuter clinics have been deferred and put off. So we are seeing a huge rise in the uh, stray population in some communities in the province. And then you throw the wildfires in there and the poor people that have had to leave behind their animals while they're being evacuated. And it's just a a big, it's a big storm right now. Yeah. So, Lindsay, this golf tournament that's coming up, uh, what are you looking for? Are you looking for sponsors, golfers, or, and how do people do that? Yeah, all of the above. We are, we still have some sponsor spots, so we would love to have um, more of those for sure. Uh, I think it's doing pretty well in terms of golfers, but of course, we're always looking for more people to come. We'd love to sell it out. Um, and then, you know, I'm sure they're looking for prize donations and just any way that people could help, I think would be very, very appreciated at this, at this point. We didn't do it last year, so we're looking to do twice as big as we, we did to kind of make up for that um, 2020 loss. Yeah, well, well I, know, I, know, I know Tyler Carr is going to be out there, and I think, uh, yeah. is it Mark, Mark or Dilly are going to be out there with you, So two? it's going to yeah. be Adam West, uh, Dilly, uh, DJ Finesse, and I, and we're going to be golfing in this tournament. I'm super, super excited for it. And we, we're actually also going to be set up at a hole as well, the Energy 106 team, and we're going to be handing out prizes and swag as well. So this is just, we're really excited, Lindsay, for this tournament, and thank you for putting this on. Oh my goodness, it's, it's, I mean, not me, the organization, but you, thank you guys for everything that you've done for the sponsorship, for coming and golfing, and we just, we're so thrilled that you're on board, and, and the support means a lot to us, so thank you so much. Lindsay, before we let you go, give us a website where people can go check out more info. ManitobaUnderdogs.org. You can donate, you can get all the golf information there, become a foster home, whatever, whatever level you're looking to get uh, involved in the organization, it's all right there for you. Very nice. Golfs and dogs, my favorites. Golfs, golfs and dogs, golfs and Lindsay. Dogs. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, so much. Have a wonderful morning. Bye-bye. Wheeler in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time to get Swifty in here. Oh, by the way, is anyone watching the new season of uh, Rick and Morty? You know what? I finally started watching it. I don't like it as much as past seasons. What? I don't. What's I the whole I still like it. I just, uh, it's just, it's almost like a little too much. Like that, like before, I don't know. I just feel like past seasons, they were really fantastic and it was really funny and it'd be off a cusp. Whereas now I just feel like the, the sexual references and stuff like that. It's like, it's almost trying too hard to be edgy. And I liked it before cause it didn't have to try. 
Okay, so for me, crawling into the mind of Justin Roiland, I just think to myself, we, we, we've searched all the corners of his brain. There's no way yeah. he's going to come up with new stuff that's <laughs> going to be able to, and not necessarily shock me, but have my brain spin in a different way. And this season is doing that again. I just sit there and I go, man, like this guy has just got endless corners of his brain to go to to find stuff that just kind of twists you in a different yeah. direction. You know what I mean? So that that I kind of enjoy that part of it. I get what you're saying about some of the sexual references. I don't necessarily think they need to be in there for the mm-hmm. sake of the show, but I, I yeah, I'm such a big fan of that. I still like it. I've I've only watched three episodes. Though, Nerds. So. <laughs> Whatever, Tyler. <laughs> Speaking of things that I'm very passionate about, this would be one of them. Do you want me to mm. tell the details and then you can tell your excitement? Yes. Okay, so Caesar Week is officially on here in Winnipeg and Manitoba, August 15th, uh, until August 15th, sorry. And they're looking for the best Caesar in Winnipeg. So restaurants across Winnipeg have created special special Caesars and you can go vote online at CaesarWeek.com. It, there's uh, like categories like spice level, best garnish, mm. mm-hmm. uh, and uh, of course, best Caesar as well. So you can go and do that. You can vote. And I do want to talk about this one from our friends on Smitty's Keniston. They have made a maple bacon Caesar. Ooh. Now, this, oh my goodness, it looks so good. Like, I put the picture up on our social medias at Energy 106 FM, but it's got literal bacon on the garnish, mm-hmm. and it's so good. Um, it's also got a pickle spear and a spicy pepper on top of it. Wow. Like, this is so cool. It so, is so creative. I will say, in classic Manitoba fashion, the Caesar is probably my go-to drink, no matter what time of day it is, no matter what the circumstances. I really love You Caesars. do love a good Caesar. And I actually, I'm very lucky, a few years back, I got to judge one of these when they had these in person. Oh, they would yum. have, like, the the top-rated restaurants. Their bartenders came down, and there was, like, a couple people that would all go and judge, and it was just... Amazing! I for sure took a cab home that night, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was amazing. I love Caesars. There's been and honestly, the creativity is really neat too. Because you think of a Caesar, it's like the iconic. You know, you yeah. got your clam, maybe some pickle juice in there, whatever. But some has of these to be people clam. has to be. Yeah, pe- some of these people go all out. I remember when I judged one of these. I had uh, it was they had clamato, and then they also had like pineapple juice in it, and it was like a mm. fruity Caesar, Ooh, and it was like I remember all the other drinks kept coming. You just like had a little taste and wrote out what you yeah. thought. And I remember I was just like when they went to go take that one away, I was like, no, you can keep that here. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, <laughs> one oh, more oh, quick. Oh, well, no, for me, for, yeah, honestly, go. listen, I love a good Caesar, especially, you know, like you said, the morning after a little hair of the dog. Yeah. Caesars are wonderful. That for me, it's got to be spicy, like the spicier, oh, the better. Mm. And very important when you're drinking a Caesar, you have to have your back up against the wall just to make sure you don't get stabbed in the back. <laughs> what? Oh, oh my God. Dave. Dave. Oh, he, you got the reference, though. Shakespeare yeah. took a minute. Yeah. Wow. A two brutus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I just say one more thing All before right. we go on Caesar Week? Too, I got uh, way too excited for the that. The Wood Tavern is putting a burger on there, so just what? that's how creative yeah. they're getting. With, with these. the garnishes, oh especially. Yeah. It's nuts. And you can also vote for the best rim job. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. You are allowed to say that. That's okay. what it's called. Okay. It's okay. the rimmer. Whatever the, yeah, rimmer the rimmer is, whoever does a better rimmer. <laughs> yeah, had to make it dirty, didn't you? No! Whatever. Go get a Caesar for Caesar. We can vote. That's the that's the gist of this. Imagine. I bet I'd do a better one no! than Dave. <laughs> You've been listening to the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Listen weekdays from 6 to 10 on Energy 106.